0: Welcome to Wealth Alchemy Lab, where we show you how spirituality, money, and pleasure not only can go together, but that they must. Activate your soul-driven path to your most fulfilling life possible through riveting interviews from our archives. And wisdom from your host, ex-lawyer turned unconventional business strategist and spiritual catalyst, Kavita Aurora. This is an interview that was repurposed from an event in 2013 called Succulent, Savvy, Soulful Business Revolution. It was done under a pseudonym which is why you will hear the name Leela Samaya. Long and interesting story behind that. Ask Kavita if you want to know. Some of the links that are mentioned may not be available, but there will be a link to each person's website in the show notes so you can find them if you wish. Enjoy the interview.
1: And welcome, everyone, to the succulent, savvy, soulful business revolution. We are inside the seventh week of eight weeks of revenue breakthroughs and inspired action so you can magnetize more clients and more money. And I am just really excited to be here with you today. And some of you have expressed that you're interested in looking into working privately privately with me or perhaps in a smaller group setting, so... You know, I'm delighted to say my son is fully recovered from his concussions. And um, which means my schedule is more open and I have some time to hear from you. So I'd love uh, if you want to apply for a 30-minute free Succulent Revenue Breakthrough session. You have until March 31st to apply. I'm going to have only 10 spots available, and I'll be speaking with you in early April when I get back from a much-needed vacation. And if you're ready for a quantum leap in your business, you're ready to invest in yourself, and you're ready to take inspired action, Go to leelasamaya.com forward slash discovery to apply. The link's also in your daily and weekly email. So it's time now to get unreasonable for your dreams because being reasonable is not going to get you very far as a creative entrepreneur or as an entrepreneur, period. So if you apply now and you're a great fit, we may even talk before I leave for vacation. We'll see. So I hope also that you're going to take a risk and enter our amazing video contest. It's a chance to stand out and be visible. You have until the end of March to submit your entries. And we are offering prizes worth over $1,300, so check those out. The links to the contest are in your daily and weekly emails. And if you're uh Still kind of thinking, listening to the series, thinking about, you know, wanting the recordings, listening to them at your leisure. We have uh the Jade Package still available at only $55, and you get a, a gorgeous workbook that's going to help you um, ask you questions to deepen into the interviews. And it's a steal at $55. The price is going to go up. Um, at midnight Pacific on March 24th, so you'll want to check that out before then if you um, if you want to if you want to buy that for yourself. The price is going to go up from $55 to $99 on March 24th. We also have the Diamond Package, which includes my business planning course. It's my Succulent Savvy Business Design Course. And it's different than any business planning course or any kind of business planning you've ever encountered elsewhere. It's not boring. It's not dry. It's really fun. It explains uh, uh, the big picture of business in an easy-to-understand way. And it's never going to be sold for such a low price again. So it's just $333 right now, and it's worth at least triple that. And on March twenty fourth the price for Diamond is gonna go up from three thirty three to four ninety nine. So if you're interested in that you wanna check it out before then. Um it's never gonna be priced this low again this, this course. So um and in it I reveal the plan I use to create six figures in my business in a soul aligned and working part time kind of way. So I share how you can create that for yourself too. And I've really I've invested Um, over $60,000 in my business and personal self-development. And I integrate all that knowledge and and all the years of my legal and business education and corporate experience into this course. So you can learn what you need to know about business at a reasonable price. And some of the results people have reported from taking this course, the ability to work through networking fear and connect with others from an authentic and really deeply purpose-centered place, and some have even created thousands of dollars of sales through their heartfelt sharing of their gifts. So um, check that out. We have a new bonus for those who buy the uh, diamond level. The next 10 people to purchase are going to get a free ticket to Sage Levine's Spiritual Wealth Weekend. I was a special VIP guest at this event last year, and it totally rocks people were very deeply transformed by it and um the event itself it costs $500 to to go uh close to $500 right now i think it's like 495 or 497 so you get a free ticket if you if you buy the diamond package and um so check check that out For our lovely conversation today, we're going to be chatting and sharing on the Facebook page, and I saw some of you already said hi there. I set up a thread there for you, as usual, to chat and share. The link is included in your email, and here it is again for you. Facebook.com forward slash Leela Samaya, L-E-E-L-A-S-O-M. AYA. So join us over there. We have a lot of fun during these conversations, chatting away. And uh, if you want to open that thread on a separate page, click where it says how long ago the thread was started. Like I created it several hours ago, so maybe it says three hours ago, two hours ago. Not quite sure. Click on that and it will open on a separate page. If you keep refreshing that page, um, you'll be able to see the new comments as they come in. And for for those of you who are tweeting, some of you are using the hashtag pound SSSVR to find each other. Okay, so now as we move into the energy of our main event today, I want you to feel into the vibration that we are creating together, over 4,000 of us. And imagine us as points of light all over the globe in over 20 countries. And imagine light coming out of each of our hearts and connecting with the light in the hearts of the others in this community. Points of light coming together to raise the vibration of business, changing the way business is done on this planet, creating business that makes a difference, that is sourced from a larger purpose from the deeper calling on your life business that is a huge contribution to those that it serves and to the planet. And today we are opening Section 3, Your Body and the Body of Your Business, Essential Foundations for Your Succulent, Savvy, Soulful Business. And we're starting with Module 7, Nourishing Your Body Temple is the Key to Wealth of All Kinds such an important topic that just isn't talked about enough in entrepreneurial circles. And I'm so honored to have with me today Deva Haley Mitchell. And Deva is one of my most honored mentors and guides. She has helped me transform and alchemize some of the darkest parts of my own shadow. And her teachings on feeding the Feminine First, have been pivotal in my recent self-care successes. And I'm just so delighted and thrilled to share Deva with you today. So welcome,
2: Deva. Thank you, Leela. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today.
1: Yay. And Reverend Deva Haley Mitchell, Dr. Deva Haley Mitchell, is an inspirational speaker, leader, and performer, supporting people to liberate their leadership gifts and step into their full potential. An expert on personal transformation and women's empowerment, she helps groups and individuals take their challenges and turn them into gold. Her live musical performances fuse east and west with groovy, danceable tunes. And I have to say, I love Davis' music too. I listen to it constantly. It's like my favorite music, especially when I'm on a plane and I'm trying to be creative and tune out everyone around me. I don't know if you that, David. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So, Deva, I'd love for you to tell us, I know you have a great story, a little bit about how you found your way to your succulent, savvy, soulful work. Mm.
2: I think this is interesting for all of us. I think many of us find ourselves at a place in our lives and our career where how we're spending the precious hours of our day is not really in alignment with what we know we're really on this planet to do. So I'm just, I can't see you, but I can feel you. So if this is you, I want you to just raise your hand and and let me energetically feel you. Because this is really what happened to me. I, I found myself working in a great job a number of years ago. I had what they might call the, the golden handcuffs. I was getting well paid for a nonprofit job. So that was great. I was actually making more in my nonprofit job than I was in my corporate job. So that was a huge boon. I was at a prestigious organization that um, I had about 10 people reporting to me, and I I felt really um, excited about that. But over time, what happened was I would find myself at the end of a long day feeling like I had been inside a trash compactor. So much pressure on me, so many responsibilities, so much overwhelm, and I really wasn't happy. I'm wondering how many of you listening right now have had that experience sometime in your life where you were doing something you knew was kind of a good thing to be doing, but it really wasn't satisfying your own deepest longings and desires. And so I hit a certain point where I remember seeing that quote by Anis Nim. I, I'm probably not going to do the quote justice, but it says something like, there comes a point when the pain of remaining in a tight bud is greater than the pain of blossoming. And for me, I hit that point after one of those long days where feeling so – um stressed. I was really, really, really stressed. I was also helping fundraising for this nonprofit and we weren't meeting the goals. And um, the organization had just gone through a a, a partial strategic planning process that got aborted partway through. And I really didn't feel on board with the direction that the organization was going in, which was really no direction. There was no clear vision, no clear direction. And yet I was helping raise money for something that I no longer fully believed in. So I I found myself in a place of feeling out of alignment and out of integrity with my own truth. Couldn't ask people for money for something that I myself didn't feel totally comfortable giving to. And so um, I hit that kind of dark place where it was like, wow, you know, who am I without this great job and this salary and and all the things that come with it because it really gave me a lot of boons to my personal identity. And um, at a certain point, I remember saying, like, I'm just going to take that leap and decided to quit my job and fly into the unknown. And I really expected that, you know, this new world of my greater-than-imagined life was just going to unfold before me in a matter of weeks. And I had myself very well-prepared uh, for that experience and as some, I hear Leela laughing because uh, most of us who've done that or many of us who've done that have experienced it just doesn't always work that way you know it took quite a lot longer to um, to really find wow what is it that is really brings me alive what's my unique contribution what can I offer that people will also pay me for and um, it was a process of following that that heart's calling and also, um, you know, finding that sweet spot. I talk a lot about in my work and some of my courses about, you know, what is the sweet spot where your gifts and your talents and your passion match up with the needs of the world. And sometimes it can take a little while to find that, but that's how my own path got going. And I wanted to hear you comment, Leela, because I heard you laughing, and I know you've been on your own trajectory for reconnecting to your own soul's calling and really discovering what that is and mm-hmm. just wanted to hear anything that you wanted to say about your own laughter
1: oh no i was just that. laughing because i know that like you know we can we can come in all starry-eyed and be like oh no i found it and like it's just all gonna like be smooth sailing from here and just you know and then realizing that it's you know there's a lot more to the journey than that and so just um sort of bonding with you and like having the same naivete in some ways and at the same time you know just just um be remembering that feeling of like how exciting it was when i took the leap you know from my corporate work and and also how inspired i was by your story um mm-hmm. and that it helped me do that Mm Because when I first heard you speak, um, several years ago on a summit, I just, um, I, I heard your story and identified with it so deeply because I was still stuck in the trash compactor. You know?
2: mm-hmm. So for those of you who can hear our voices right now that are listening, you know, maybe you're somewhere along this continuum, maybe you're feeling in a situation that it, where you feel like you're inside a trash compactor and you're wanting to take the leap. And so, you know, this is some encouragement that you can do it, you can make the leap. But also for those of you who have taken the leap already and you're an entrepreneur, you're starting your business, but maybe it hasn't taken off in the radical fast way. Maybe you're having Trouble um making money right now, or staying motivated or staying inspired, and so I really want to let you know that you're you're not alone, and that this is really part of the path of the you know the the new heroine's journey I would say where you're there are some dark places that we pass through in order to really come into a place of fullness and fruition and some of the people that I work with in our programs are really going through that process where they're wanting to re- reconnect to what really brings meaning and needing a community of support to to do that. So, you know, wherever you you want to go to find your community of support, it can be really really helpful so that you know that wow, you're not alone and what you're experiencing is pretty is pretty common.
1: Hmm. Well, thank you for um for that, and for just uh validating whatever point people are at and their on their journey, and um making it feel just okay and loving yourself through those places and and you know i we did have some people basically as you were talking about the um you know before you took the leap, and just how how you were feeling, just saying that's me, and one person, Ellen was waving her arms, and um you know s m says she's she's living it, so it sounds like she's living um already living her calling and living her right. dream, so okay. yeah, so people are really identifying with the various points on the continuum that you've uh-huh. you've talked about, uh-huh. and Ellen says, "I've taken the leap, and now I'm on the path, I'm so glad I'm not alone so uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There's some yeah. of the comments we're receiving already and uh so tell us about how you navigated, you know, a, a dark time in your business. Um, you know, 'cause as we were just talking about, I mean it can be hard when you first start out and you know, how how did you continue um taking or how did you get did you back get into back inspired, inspired action? action. Something well, weird something just happened on, on the line and I, and I hang on one, hang one second. On one second. I have no idea no why idea this why the- <laughs> Okay, this should be better now. Yes. Technical glitch for a moment there. Um, so how did you uh continue taking inspired action when things were were hard or you know, and uh, we'd love some some of your best tips.
2: Mm yeah, well I think there's there's really a multifaceted approach. Um part of it is is what I was just saying before, was um being part of a community that really saw my greatness even when I didn't. Those places where I lost confidence in myself. I um I was part of a, a mastermind group with some other women and I now help run those for other women where we could really champion each other. We we went through a day-long process together to really get very clear on, you know, what is this vision for the next chapter of our life. And once we got more clear on what the vision is, many people have a lot of difficulty even with the vision phase. And, again, if that's you, you're not alone. A lot of my clients come to me for that very reason because they they maybe have many different visions or as soon as they start really you know, dreaming into their vision, immediately all of the fears and the challenges and the reasons why it won't work or they can't do it or they don't have what it takes start to rise to the surface. And so oftentimes it can be really, really helpful to be part of a community of women that really supports you and sees where you're going and can hold that vision with you and for you even when you can't or to work with a coach that can can support you through that process. So that was one of the things that I did that really helped me tremendously being part of this mastermind circle. And I was also working with a coach that was helping me navigate some of my own um, challenge points and then, also, having a really strong spiritual practice as well, some of the things that i'm I know we all hear all the time, but they really are very helpful can be um, you know having a daily practice and it doesn 't have to be a long or a complicated daily practice. but I worked often with meditations, just starting a daily a daily meditation practice, and actually, um, as part of my free gift i 'm going to offer. uh, as part of the package there's a meditation and I used a very similar meditation myself that would help me get through all the blocks so the meditation I'm offering is around um, expanding your radiance and clearing the blocks because when we hit these dark points oftentimes those voices that are the loud voices of you know, all the reasons why it's not going to work, all the reasons why you should stop and go back to your day job, or all the reasons why somebody else is already doing it, those can be really, really strong. And so I I really benefited from guided visualization processes and ended up creating my own uh, guided visualization for myself that I now listen to that I'm going to share with you for free um, that can just help you to clear some of that inner dross or i talk about it in my work a lot about these veils that come in over our light when we're all born we are these bright magical beings how many of you have spent time with kids recently and again i can't see you but i can feel you energetically so how many of you have kids or maybe you've got a a grandchild or a niece or a nephew but as they come in just like us We were the same way. We were these bright, magical, really radiant beings. And then through time, the years go by, and we have these life experiences where people tell us, you know, something along the lines of, um, you know, you don't have what it takes or you're not something enough. You're not old enough, we hear when we're younger. Then as we get older, maybe sometimes we hear we're too old or we feel like we don't have the credentials, we don't have the skills, we don't have the money. There's some there's some way that there's a benchmark that that I find I hit myself and I see this in so many of my clients where, you know, we kind of talk ourselves down from our vision because of all these all these challenges that come up. And so it's and it's you know, we we know this in our in our heads. Yes, we've all got these barriers, we've got limiting beliefs, we need to move through them. So we have, most of us have a cognitive understanding of that. We've listened to the tapes. We've done the personal growth work, many of us, and for some that might may be new. But then when it actually comes to applying it to our own life and really having the time and space to really begin to Un unwrap those veils that are covering the light and really see, wow, wh- where did that all come from and have a supportive container to really do that in, the soul work that comes. It's like you no know, matter how great your business plan is, the foundation is you. Who are you being in order to magnetize towards you the resources, the clients, all those things? And if you – don't spend the time to really work on, well, how bright is your own light? How radiant are you as a being? Then the other stuff is really, you know, nice, but it it doesn't get very far. And so what I found when I hit my dark times was going really, really deeply into the soul work and peeling back the layers of what was in the way so that I could really step into my fullness and my brightness. And as I've watched many clients, including you, Leela, um Mm do that process and, and be willing to go into some of the the, the shadow places and ask the hard questions and, and kind of deal with, as we talk about the junk in the trunk, like of your car, <laughs> what is the junk in the trunk that you just close and you don't really want to look at, but if you're willing to go through and actually start to bring it out into the light and clear it out then there's a whole huge amount of energy that gets liberated through that process. And your own light goes from being, you know, maybe the 60 watts that it was when you felt really in that dark place to suddenly it's 75 watts, it's 100 watts, it's 150 watts, and then, boom, before you know it, it's that bright halogen 300-watt bulb. And that's the place that as much as we can, we want to maintain in order to really be magnetizing from that from that space of aliveness and vitality.
1: Mm, I love that. That's gorgeous. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. And I can't wait to listen to this meditation. I don't think I've, I've heard that meditation that you mentioned yet. So I will listen to that too. I will and give you
2: a personal copy. <laughs> awesome. And anyone else who wants it, it's just a, it's something that I'm offering for free as a gift to this community.
1: Yay! And we'll tell you more about that later, but um, I know you have some great things to offer us today. So um, I think you've sort of started to talk about um, this already in various ways, but, you know, I'd love to hear, you know, early on in business, and a lot of the the, the um, people listening have just sort of started out, and, uh, you know, it can be hard in those early days to create money. So how... Did you create succulent income breakthroughs or revenue breakthroughs early in your business and you know what are what are some of the best tips you might have for generating revenue today? Mhm. Yeah, you know, I think that it's actually um a lot a lot
2: simpler than we think and a lot more personal than many of us think. I remember in the beginning of my business I I you know was somewhat panicked because I thought well I don't have this big email list, and I can't just you know blanket the the internet with my offerings and so I was a little disturbed about that in the beginning, and some of you may feel the same way. How many of you are feeling that you don't have a big community yet but what i what I found was that it doesn't really matter because what is what most people are craving so many of us already get Tons of stuff in our email boxes. Where you know, we just offered a course as part of our program of how to manage the inflow of emails and the overwhelm. Um, so, but but what yeah, I yeah, that was a great session. I really need to go back and re-listen to that and implement it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, but and, but it's and it's pretty impersonal is the reality of you know just sending out these blanket emails. Where I found my early clients was getting really, really personal with people. I was offering a um, a year-long program, and it wasn't a cheap program because it was 13, year, 13 months long and a very small, intimate group. I'm actually just um, starting to lead a new cycle of this program. I haven't done it in a couple years. But the intimacy is what people are really hungry for. I host it in my living room. And so I, instead of just blanketing you know, the Internet, I would just think person through person, who do I know and who do I feel could really – benefit from this and I would I would sit in meditation literally and kind of go into this empty place and then just bring into my heart and into my field okay here's this offering and I would really kind of put my own um energetic signature on it just breathing into it visualizing the faces my program is focused on women so visualizing the faces of women who are really interested in being more soulful and into stepping into their full radiance and to having more meaning in their lives. So for you whatever it is, taking some time to really visualize what is the core energetic thumbprint that you that you want to put on your program and and start calling those people in through meditation or if it's prayer that you do it all kind of praying for those people and not just anyone but really the right people who are going to be a great a great match for you. And as I would sit in meditation, different people would kind of pop into my consciousness of, wow, this person might be interested, this person might benefit. And so then instead of um, getting on the email, I would pick up the phone and personally call those people and say, you know, I literally was sitting in meditation and I'm thinking about this new program, and you popped into my consciousness, and here's why specifically for you I thought of you, here's what I know about you and here's what i think you know here's how what i'm offering i think could be a need for you specifically and then i said and if this isn't something that's a match for you maybe you know someone that's one of your close soul sisters that could be a fit and so i really went a bit about it in that very personal way calling people talking to people hosting open houses and getting to know people and people getting to know me where we could really sit in a a space of depth together because my work is kind of the deep, sacred feminine, so giving people an experience of the work. So I I think, you know, there's, there's so much that's happening now with Internet marketing, online marketing, and that's one vehicle, but for people who are starting out, I started out in a very simple way, just back to, you know, who do I know and who do I know that, might be connected to the kinds of people who would really resonate with it, and I, mm-hmm. I swear, even for I now run a, a big summit myself called the Inspiring Women Summit, and you know I've been asking certain speakers, and I've been getting you know people saying no, and then when I would pick up the phone and call someone, I found that those no's were turning into yeses because mm-hmm. they they were just wanting to hit delete on their email box and get things out as fast as possible. And I hadn't heard from someone picking up the phone and just saying, hey, I haven't heard heard back from you. And I had a couple people say, no, it's not a fit. I'm too busy right now. And I said, okay, that's fine. But just um, let me know what what are you working on and how can I support what you're doing. And then often these conversations would unravel where we found that there was really things that they're doing that we could support them and ways that there were win-wins where I could help them, they could help me and those conversations turned um and I wasn't even trying you know my intention was not to, to try to convert people into yeses it was more like well let's at least take this moment on the phone together to deepen our relationship with each other and mm-hmm. just let let me let me come into rapport with you let me know you know how can i help you how can i serve you there's amazing women in my community and um that's made all the difference and per the people said i can't believe you just picked up the phone and called me no one does that anymore and just that simple act of um, taking the time to care, to reach out, to not just be a number on, you know, a list, people respond to that.
1: So mm. no matter
2: where you are in your business, I know that that's something you can do. That's not out of your reach, even if you have zero
1: email list. Mm-hmm. I love that, yeah, because cause you all know people, you all have circles of people, and um communities and and there are people around who you can who you can speak with have a live conversation with and and really get um go deep with those those people and connect the way Deva is describing that she did so Deva that's really great um great guidance that that you're offering us so thank you for that Mm -hmm. and now I'd love to hear more from you about you know the I th- we've already been talking about it, the feminine path of manifestation, because it, it just, you know, is so um, it it it's so so deeply a part of you and and um, your beingness and what you communicate. But love to hear more about, you know, how how can we succeed on our own terms using the feminine path of manis- manifestation? And more specifically, you know, I just love to hear about. We've started talking already about feminine radiance. And ex- how can we expand our feminine radiance so we can really be who we're meant to be on this planet at this time, and and from that beingness create the the doing, you know, what we're meant to do. Hmm. Well, I think there's a couple questions in there together, so I'll just um, kind of <laughs> yeah, you
2: can, those <laughs> one yeah. by one. Um. Well, one of the I, I love working with acronyms, and one of the acronyms that I use in um in supporting people around manifestation is the acronym SWEET. And SWEET is, um, so that's just, you know, S-W-E-E-T. And this is kind of a counterbalance to the way most people think about manifestation. Many of you have probably heard about, you know, setting goals and using the SMART, um, what we call the left brain path, which is kind of the SMART goal-setting path. And if you're not familiar, I'll just really quickly just say what that acronym means. SMART, the S stands for you're setting goals that are specific. The M stands for measurable. The A stands for achievable. The R stands for realistic. And the T stands for time-related, so meaning like you have deadlines on things. And I don't know how many of you have heard of this, but I'm guessing for some of you at least, probably that whole um, idea is, is somewhat familiar. And that's how many of us have thought we need to manifest, which is, which is great. And that, that is drawing on the masculine energy, which is a very powerful manifestation energy. And we don't want to discard that, but it's also saying, how do we manifest in a more feminine way? And as my teaching partner, Elaine Dowdy, and I were really feeling into that, and we've developed a number of courses that are around, you know, how do you birth your soul's calling. We came up with another acronym that we felt, the SWEET acronym that we felt, really um, described the feminine path of manifestation more. And the marriage of those two really creates great results. So the SWEET, the first, the S, stands for see it. And when I speak about seeing it, I'm talking about really giving yourself the time and the space to really dream into the big vision without the what-ifs or the buts, but just giving yourself a space to do that. So for people who work with me as my clients, I do spend a good amount of time in the beginning doing visualization processes that really give people this open, free, and clear space to dream big. And you can do that with your journal. You can do that through listening to guided meditations. But to create a space to really dream into it and to see it, that's the S of sweet. Then the W is welcome it. And so welcoming it means, you know, once you've got this big vision, how do you really breathe into it? And and some of what welcoming it requires is what I was talking about before, is moving through all the parts of you that don't welcome it all the critical voices, all of the, the judge, all those parts. And so we need to work with those parts of ourselves often to get them on board so that they too can welcome it and to really breathe into it and start saying yes. The, you know, the law of attraction really talks about what we're putting out into the world is a reflect what we're receiving from the world is often a, a reflection of what we're putting out into the world, and so how can we create internally that energetic print that is going to be drawing in the things that are really a match for our deepest dreams? so how do we get to that place? Then e is express it. and so how can we get creative in starting to uh, put it out there into the world in different kinds of ways so we really believe that the feminine path of manifestation involves a lot of creativity, letting yourself um, start to do things that might not rationally seem like, you know, they're the, the, the time, the time saving things, but doing some art projects, bringing music in, bringing play in, bringing fun in, bringing a lot of the, the feminine gifts in so that you have a space for joy. How do you, you know, enliven this offering with your joy, with your play, with your spontaneity, with beauty. A lot of those really important feminine aspects and to express it in that way. Then the next E is expect it. So I often talk about, and I've heard this from other um, other teachers as well, acting as if. So as if this was going to happen. So as an example, right now, um, you know, transparent moment i'm working on my one of my own projects is actually getting pregnant right now i've i've wanted to get pregnant and it hasn't happened for a number of years but i'm my husband and i are starting to expect it we are acting as if and what i mean by that is though i'm not yet pregnant i'm working on it but i'm not yet there uh just this last weekend my husband and i went shopping for the baby's room and we bought a little Winnie the Pooh, we bought a baby blanket, we bought a big floor mat, so we're starting to convert the bedroom that will someday be for the baby into the baby's bedroom to be sending our own ourselves that psychological message that, okay, yeah, we have space physically in our home for this baby. We have a room that we can turn into the baby's room, and we're also signaling to our deeper spirit and psyche, yes, we're making space energetically for this being to come into our life, and to start taking the steps that we would take, you know, uh, when we are pregnant, so that we can get fully aligned, not just my mind saying, "Yes, I'm ready for a baby," but subconsciously, and then also, I have a spiritual belief that we're in communion with this soul of our unborn child. And so how do we start sending the signals? through meditation, through prayer, but also signaling to this baby, hey, we really are ready for you. And so as soon as you're ready, you know, there's a space for you to come into. So that's the E, expecting it, acting as if. And then the T, the final one, is um, no challenge for most women. The T is talk about it. And that's how it starts to become real is we start telling people about it. And even if it's a, a just a the nugget of the next phase of your dream, you know, many of us are along the pathway of our dream, but there's a next chapter. So starting to talk about it by telling your intimate circle of friends and starting to get that, that energy flowing. And, I, and as we do these different pieces, I believe that's really part of how we can marry those with the goal-setting aspects of the masculine to really allow this manifesting to happen in a graceful way, in a joyful way, in a much easier way, instead of using just our third chakra, which many of us use, which is this energy of making it happen. I'm going to make it happen. That's, that's masculine, and that is, that is a powerful way to do things, setting your intention and going for it and that's great. But then there's this whole other plethora of energies that it's a much more spiral path. We set our intention and then we also start really paying attention. This is one of the things we focus on in in my work a lot is you're tuning into the more mystical side of things. You're paying attention to the synchronicities of, wow, once you set your intention, you know, what, what shows up when you open the newspaper in the morning? What words pop out to you? What song is on the radio what people do you meet what are the ways that you are actually co-creating with the universe so that there is a rapport going on and you are you are in this this more circular process but where you're you're creating your intention and then you're also releasing it saying you know there is there is more than my limited thinking there's greater than imagined possibilities how can i open now to receive some of those possibilities and to start paying attention to what's showing up and following that pathway, which may look a little different than what my original vision was, but that's how we start to co-create uh, with the larger universal forces and the archetypal forces, which is a lot of what um, what I work with in my work and the work that you've been doing with us, Leela.
1: Yes. Wonderful! I love it. I, I, I and I think that um, you know this is all just so much more re- relatable than the traditional way of thinking about manifesting, or the more masculine way of thinking about manifesting. So, thank you so much for for sharing this sweet approach with us. <laughs> yeah, actually, I wanted to share a little story because I think it
2: can be relatable. Um, you asked me about, you know, how, how are people seeing this happen in their lives. And there's a story for a woman, woman that's been one of my clients. And um, and she's someone who, when I first met her, uh, she came to one of our retreats. And she is a beautiful, vibrant woman, but she was very introverted and shy and to the point where she didn't feel comfortable in groups and she really didn't feel comfortable sharing out loud in front of groups. And, but in her, in her soul, what she really wanted to do was she wanted to be leading women's circles and she did quite a lot of great things in her life. She was running a spa and she had a lot of women around her, but she did, and she worked mainly with people one on one and felt very comfortable in that role. So, as I'm as you're listening to this, I just wonder how many of you right now are working more one on one, but there's a part of you that is interested in working with larger groups, but there's some part of you that just doesn't feel quite ready yet or that might feel a, a bit shy or not know how to really engage that larger energy. Well, this was this woman's uh, situation, and we can call her leslie and through time, as we um, some of the work that that I do is as I said, going to these visualizations, working with different archetypes of the feminine, she started diving in and um, getting support from a lot of other women around her. As I said, she was part of a mastermind circle as well and started having people really give her the feedback that a lot of what she was up to was so beautiful, was so needed, And that she really did have a contribution to offer, though inside herself, she didn't always believe that. And what I saw through time, and she's ended up working with us for for quite a while now, but was the unfurling, the blossoming of this rose that she was. And now, I feel like she's barely recognizable to the woman that she was when she first entered our work through the coaching processes, through peeling back the layers of all those veils. She now is... Vibrant. She now is someone who, at our last retreat, was re- leading uh, segments of the retreat herself because we're now actually apprentice, having her as an apprentice in our work. She's now developed a whole line of beauty products that she's putting out there. She's now developing a whole... Um, her own whole curriculum of women's circles that she's going to be leading in the archetype of the goddess of love, which is one of the ones that we work with in our work deeply. I have a whole course that's called the beauty way course that really focuses on this archetype of the goddess of love. So she's diving in there with that. And the way that she has blossomed and is now really stepping forward to give her gifts in a huge way is so exciting. And it really shows me that we all have we all have this this fullness this radiance inside of ourselves, and if we can just have the container to hold us, like a nest, almost like the, the 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 mother hen sitting on the nest, where you can incubate and grow and move through the challenges, and then be ready to fly, as soon as you you really are ready. It's. Um, it's a really beautiful thing to witness and and I just love to experience this and then stand back and see wow okay this is this is the the radiance and the fullness and much more than we ever imagined. This we almost have to limit her because she's so creatively on fire that now she's almost in the other category of needing to make sure she doesn't burn herself out. So coming back to those deep yeah. practices to to stay yeah. connected and rooted
1: yeah, so, and I know the you amazing. You probably know who I'm talking about. Yeah, Lila. I know who you're talking about, and yeah, and um, and I just I just remember between retreats, like one retreat, it was like she was getting blossom. Some of these ideas were coming. Then the next retreat, she had a full clothing line and uh, oils and you know just uh, baths. So, Like bath soaks, and I mean it was incredible. There, there's more to it than what I just described, but it was amazing how much she had created. She Um, created,
2: and I'd say internally from going from someone who literally, you know, I was coaching her around her fear of speaking in public, and you know, it would make her tear up just to even speak in in a a small share circle. And so to go from that to be at our last retreat, you know, she was leading sections, and now we're really coaching her to launch your own women's circles and what is the curriculum for that. So it's it's there's the sky is really the limit and I I just yeah. I can't emphasize enough the importance of having environments that are those kind of like those incubation containers where we can take off, you know, the super woman cape of, you know, all the things that we're wanting to be and we can just be really real and authentic in our beauty but also in the places where we feel scared. In the yeah. places where we feel wounded and the places where we feel like we don't have what it takes and the places where certain aspects of our life might be falling apart, not, might not match up to the beautiful picture that we have for our ideal life and to yeah. really be with each other and say it's okay and we can just hold that reality in a space of unconditional love. How many of you know Mm -hmm. that you could use more of a space of unconditional love with other women, women who maybe you have felt competitive with in the past or not had a lot of trust with? So I think that women can play a huge role with each other. And I know this is probably not all women that are listening, but for men, too, to be in spaces that are more feminine. We've all grown up in this more patriarchal society, and so to be in a space where we can be more in the feminine unsheathed that is that is vulnerable at times. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's really important for all of us. You know, I see my husband who's out there in the world, but often what he needs is a space where he cannot be the bright, shiny one and he can be more raw and more tender. And that's, to me, that's a more feminine space that we can all really benefit from. So whether that's, you know, working... Um, I don't know, in a program like mine or in something that Leela's offering, find a space where you can be held in birthing this next level. It's, there's so much that comes from not trying to do it alone, but really working mm-hmm. together. That's one of the, the places I see the greatest um, creativity emerging and also a place where we really need to learn how do we play well together, how do we collaborate well
1: together yes yes i really i really deeply agree with you and it's um amazing the transformation that uh working with a mentor working with a mentor inside a group um can can create and you know i just um i'm remembering this woman being sort of shy and um not not speaking as much early on and and now um she's very uh self expressed and and a leader and she's really unrecognizable uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. So if you
2: see yourself in this story, this is not just a story about someone else out there, why I'm telling this story, is because this is the potential that we all have inside of us. So whatever project, whatever vision, whatever dream that you have inside of yourself, if she could make that kind of transformation, someone who could barely even speak in front of a group. I think about the kinds of women and men that you're attracting to this program, Leela, and I think wow, then what is possible for you and mm-hmm. and my question to you all is what kind of support do you need in order for you to really launch at the next level of your business or your life and to just even now just take a moment of you know what who would be some of the people on your superstar team maybe some of those people you know already people who can help you people who have different pieces of the puzzle you know who are the people supporting you behind the scenes so that you can give your greatest gift and just to, I just want to invite you just to take a few moments now just to dream into if you could create your own supportive nest what are some of the the key parts to it for yourself who are some of the people and what are some of the kinds of practices or even energetics that you're going to need in order to really and if you don't know then maybe part of your vision is to come to more clarity about what kind of support you need and you might be able to get some coaching support or join some sort of a program where it could be mapped out for you more so that you don't have to come up with it all on your own but many of you probably do know what you need and so to to risk Writing it down and even sharing that, wow, I have this beautiful vision. And in order to make it possible, I know I'm going to need this. Do you know someone who has that skill? Or do you know someone who might be able to help me? And perhaps you can help them back. It's a very collaborative environment that we're entering into right now. You can just come back if you're still dreaming into that. But that's that's something that I think is worth chewing on even after this session is over
1: beautiful and thank you so much for taking that us into that nourishing dream space and i think what i'd love to hear from you um about now is um another way that you nourish yourself that really just struck me so much um you know when when I was first getting to know you, so you speak about feeding the feminine first, and um I'd love to to hear more about this this practice.
2: Mhm, yeah, feeding the feminine first is is um a core concept that we work with as we work with the archetype of the great mother, and so this is and and for those of you who don't know who a lot about archetypes, they're really just different energies that you can expand into. So the Great Mother includes the energies of nurturance, of embrace, of unconditional love. And so some of us received a lot of that from our families or from our mothers, and others of us didn't receive a lot of that. And so this part of ourself that is often, as women, feeding other people, we're giving our energy out in order for our own cup to be full so that we can give and and. And, and come with a really full cup, especially if we didn't get a lot of it in our childhood, then we need to find ways to feed our own feminine and, and first. So when I, the word first means first thing in the day. So what I often invite people to dream into is what is it in your life that really feeds you and nourishes you on a body level, on a soul level, And it's different for different people. For myself, I know that I often spend a longer time in the shower. And I have special heads on my shower so that I don't use up too much water while I'm doing this. But I used to, I like to take that time to really just drink in. I'm drinking in the hot water as I'm lathering up my own body. I'm doing it slowly and with consciousness and just enjoying the feeling of the soap on my body, enjoying when I step out of the shower. I spend a few minutes often putting on lotion or coconut oil and just really physically nurturing my body, just taking a few minutes to enjoy that sensation of my fingers running against the skin on my body and the smell of that coconut oil. I often do some anointing with different um Essential oils, also, so just really letting myself breathe in the fragrance of that, and then going and having a cup of tea. But and I usually do it in in a kind of unstructured way. So I leave my morning a little bit open, so that I don't start working with my clients. Usually, first thing in the morning, I give myself till 10 o'clock. That is me time. And if I really and if I can get away with it, then I don't use an alarm clock to wake up. And for me, that's what nourishes me so that I feel full at the beginning of the day so that I have energy to give to my clients. I have energy to give to my groups. I have energy and overflow to offer to my family and to my husband. And so for each of you, I just ask you the question of what is it that really nourishes you? Maybe it's going outdoors. Maybe it's you're an artistic person and even spending 10 minutes doing a doodle or a little art art project or journaling but whatever it is for you, some of you I know are, are maybe much more physical it might be doing some exercise or taking a yoga class but but not to wait till the end of the day because what I found is when I wait till the end of the day it usually never happens because my my life gets really full and it ends up running all the way till the end of the day So I start my day that way so that it doesn't get avoided because I know that it's not just a luxury. You know, many people think, well, yes, that would be a great luxury, but if you're someone who is going to be up to big things on the planet and who's going to be giving a lot of yourself to other people in the world, to clients, you're building a business, you're going to be doing a lot of outflow. And it's actually a requirement, to feed your feminine, to nurture yourself, to fill your cup, because otherwise what will happen is you, this precious commodity that is that is just you, it, it will burn out, or you'll get depleted, or you'll break down your body. I know, you know, this is something that I personally experienced when I was manifesting more from my masculine. I had a lot of masculine drive and I knew how to use it and I used that successfully for a number of years, but what happened at the end of the day was I got extreme adrenal burnout and fatigue. So how many of you are listening that know that, you know, you have have some sort of health challenge that's perhaps a result of your going too hard for too long? And we pay the price in our physical bodies. If it's not adrenal burnout, some people have things going on in their bodies, other kinds of illnesses that manifested, and often then this body breakdown is a wake-up call of, wow, we have to do something different here. And so if you're not experiencing that, what a blessing. And take it from me, take it from Leela, take it from other people that have had to go through that, that this is really not, um, as I said, it's not a luxury. It's actually a requirement in order for you to be able to keep on giving and offering your deepest gifts over time, not just for the next month or the next six months, but for years, and to be able to sustain your energy and your joy. You know, some of us are doing great work in the world, but I remember there's been times in my own life when I've been giving myself and working so much at at work that I love that I really loved, but that my my tank would get really empty and I would start to feel tired and I would start to feel depleted. And then that very career or project that that originally was my my dream and my vision became something that I didn't really like that much anymore because
1: I didn't like my life because I felt too tired to even enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, I just think this is so fabulous and so important what you're sharing um and that i love that you're not making it a luxury and saying that it's actually a requirement to take care of yourself which is something that i've just begun to really get um Mm -hmm. (laughs) myself i've been i've been working with myself to try and get it and it doesn't it. it doesn't do anyone
2: any good if you if you start to break down
0: You know, Mm -hmm. it just,
2: it just doesn't. And so those things that we used to think of were like, well, when I have time or if, you know, I'll splurge and I'll get myself a massage. But it's sort of like, you know, when your computer is dying, you go and get your computer fixed or you go get a new computer. We can't just trade in these, these body beings that we are and get a new model. Like this is it (laughs) for life. And so what is it going to take for you to keep Doing the the daily, I think it should be you know daily it doesn't have to be you're taking hours every day, but can you take fifteen minutes to do mm-hmm. some yoga stretches or whatever really feeds you at the beginning of the day? Can you end your day with five minutes of sharing with someone significant in your life about what you feel grateful for, these things that can easily fill your cup back up?
1: Yeah, and these things don't need to take a long time. They don't need to be like, oh, you need to do a four-hour take-care-of-myself routine every day. Right, Um,
2: but you might need to start doing that if things break down, you know. Yes, exactly. And then it becomes a lot more time-consuming, you know.
1: Yes, yes. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. And um, now I think it would be fabulous to hear about how you support people in tapping into their creativity. Mm, great. So just tell me one thing, Leila. is
2: it, This is an hour,
1: right? It is an hour, sometimes we're going 75 minutes, and since we have some, some pieces that you haven't shared yet that you may want to share, um, if you have time to stay on and continue, we can, or right. we can move to closing, so it's up to you. Okay. No, I just wanted to make sure we're on track, that's all. Yeah, I mean, it's 60 to 75 minutes usually, and gosh, in the first week we had some that went for you know an hour and 45 minutes so, you know. wow okay All right. Great. that we'll was just through. in the first week we didn't we haven't been doing that regularly but yeah
2: okay great well no i have time so i'd love to share so just um just tell me again what you'd like me to share about
1: um we'd love to hear about your the creativity how you support people in tapping into their creativity how do you unleash your creativity so you can be more generative and productive
2: sure well, you know, one of the one of the things that I've found um in working with my clients who are wanting to be more creative. And most of us, how many of you have hit creative blocks at different point in your process. No matter what it is, or you want to be creative, but it just sometimes the the well runs a little bit dry. <laughs> and um I've definitely found that in my own experience and In fact, I I knew that there was a part of me that wasn't expressed years ago in my life. I really, as a child, I loved to sing. I actually recorded on children's albums when I was a child. And then, you know, what happened to me, similar as I was talking about before, my own light got really dampened as, you know, I started hearing voices as I got older. Well, you're not good enough to go to Broadway, so forget it. That was my dad's voice. And then there were other things, you know, well, you don't, you're not taking enough lessons. You're, you're not really trained in music theory, all these different things. So the, the, the bright light that I was as a child who loved to sing and loved to be creative just got um, layered over till, you know, I, I completely stopped any sort of music for many years, went to college, and um, just thought that was the end of that part of my life. And what I realized later was that there was a lot of joy that I received from doing that, and there was this creative part of me that wasn't expressed. But the well had kind of run dry through time. And what I've seen is that tapping back in to that part of yourself that is young, that is, we talk about it as the magical child part of yourself, who really is just, expressing and playing and not having to be good or right or perfect or credentialed. But this energy of the child is a great place to be able to tap back into that energy. So we call this this side, it can be called the muse, it can be called the magical child. But when I want to be working with this energy and when I want to get the creative juices flowing again, this is what I do for me, but it's different for every person. And so I'll just say, you know, it, it's it's best to really do an assessment of where are the places that there's energies flowing in you and where are the places that energies are more stuck, these creative energies. Because in my work, I look at 13 different aspects of the being, uh, 13 different archetypes we talk about of the feminine and what are the ones that are already alive and flowing in you and then what are the ones that where you're blocked and so I usually take people through an assessment to see okay here's the energies where you're more stuck here's the ones that are more flowing let's go into the ones that are more stuck and if we can open those up usually that is a fountain of creativity and one of the places for a lot of people that tends to be shut down is this same archetype that was shut down in me which was the magical child and so as we start working with the energy we work with the color turquoise. We work with some of the the totems that help open up this energy of hummingbirds and dolphin energy and um, songs that are like childhood songs to just really allow you to dive into this young part of yourself. Or if you have kids or if you know people that have kids, to spend time playing and being in that innocence. How do we go back to this place of innocence where there is a creative wellspring? And for many of us, there's there's pain around our childhood. We are we were shut down in some sort of way, or there was something that happened with other kids that, um, you know, cl- had us close down some of that that bubbling energy, which really is our creative life force. And so um, I, I think it's very very helpful to to get around kids open up some of these energies, play some childlike music, work with someone that can support you in helping clear out any, any wounds or any painful places that you have around your own child energy, and then opening back up that energy. And you could say the same thing for, there's, you know, the, the sensual energy is also very connected to our life force. So if your sensual energy is closed down, often, you know, people, many women have had a lot of things happen in that whole realm of life. So that energy gets closed. When we close down the sexual arena, we actually also close down this fountain of creativity. So again, it's about doing some of this excavation work to see, you know, how do we open the energies back up so that we have them as resources, that is like energy sources that we can plug into. And in myself, as I opened both of those two areas back up, those both had gotten somewhat closed down in me, I found that I was just, Becoming more and more creative, tapping back into my music, tapping back into my voice, even though I'm not trained, even though I probably never will be on Broadway, doesn't mean that I don't have a contribution to make with my music, doesn't mean I can't partner with other people that have some of the missing pieces that I don't have. And so as I tap back into that myself, little by little, I found, wow, a song is coming through in my dreams. Wow, I'm going to write down that song. I'm going to record it on my iPod. I'm going to share it I'm going to, with, with a few friends in my living room. Whoops, now I'm going to share it in a larger context because more people are wanting to hear it. Before I know it, wow, I'm actually thinking about putting out an album. And then now I'm putting out that now that album's out in the world. Now I'm starting to play at festivals. And so there's there's this whole creative resource that inside me and inside all of you is probably there. It's dormant and it's a little bit untapped. So those are two of the first places I'd look, the the child energy and the sexual energy. But within each person, as I said, there's there's some energies that might be really open and some that are closed. So um, going through a process to help figure out what, where, are the, where are the closed places and opening them up is just liberating life force that then is that creative fountain that can flow forward into all different kinds of projects and creative endeavors.
1: Beautiful. Thank you for that. Those are some really great tools, some of which I've actually used myself, as you know, and I, I know they're um, just so helpful, so amazing and in really opening up this um this passion and this creativity and this energy and so i'd love to hear about some more tools and practices from you how what what tools and practices do you recommend for us to stay connected with our spiritual essence while we're taking these very practical and definitive actions that make just such a such a huge difference in the world
2: Mhm, well,
1: one thing that I'd recommend
2: for people you know in the clients that I see regularly, what I'm seeing is there's a lot of overwhelm that's happening right now. People are just flooded with emails with to do lists with many more things, and when people go into overwhelm, most of us are not that effective and so I might just share one tool that um or maybe two very simple tools. And for those of you um, who are interested in, in taking it deeper, I, I have more tools that I can offer as part of a program that that I'm I'm um, putting forward in the world right now. But at the simplest, simplest level, what you can do right now is, if you are feeling overwhelmed, first the first step is to recognize it, because once we get into overwhelm, we we start kind of like over revving our engines, and we can get almost into a manic place that is not good for our body, but also Is not sustainable and usually what it's not usually that generative in a good way. So I think staying grounded is really, really important. And one of the simplest things you can do is literally go out and lay physically on the ground. When you're feeling that you're overwhelmed, to go out into the ground and just focus on your breathing. Very simply focusing on your breathing. And I've I'm, I'm noticed even as I'm doing this, I usually place a hand on my heart and a hand on my belly, and as I do that, I'm starting to even just soothe myself. But if you're laying on the ground and you're actually opening up a connection with Mother Earth, and Mother Earth is such a big energy. If you just, on the exhale, allow yourself to exhale some of the overwhelm, the stress, And like you're giving it back to Mother Earth. And I often will imagine that there's just like a a drain in my back and it's just draining into Mother Earth. And then as I'm breathing in, I'm breathing in her just grounded energy. And it's usually a much slower frequency as well. So just breathing in this slower grounded frequency. And you can just do it as simple as just with your breath, just breathing in her calmness, her stable support. And then you're just breathing out anything that feels stressful, overwhelmed, and really allowing yourself just to receive that slower, grounded frequency of Mother Earth and then a second step you can do, and you can also do this if you can't get outside or if it's nighttime or it's cold, you can't get physically onto the earth, is just to begin to imagine yourself as a large tree. And just from the base of your spine, from your legs, just imagine that there are roots growing deep into the earth. They're dropping through whatever building you might be in. They're dropping into the earth way, way, way down, and just then uh, visually allowing those branches, those uh, roots to go as deeply as they can, and then just in the same way sucking up that grounded energy of the earth, and I often see it as like kind of a dark red frequency, like the energy of the cosmic mother of the womb of Great Mother's blood, Gaia's blood just coming up and just, imagining that color filling my whole body because I'm just breathing in that frequency. And then I also will imagine from my shoulders and top of my head that there are tree branches sprouting up. And I'm opening to the, the cosmos through those large branches and expanding my perspective bigger than just my 3D everyday reality opening to the unseen forces of the universe, opening to the mystical realms, and also then inviting that energy down through my branches. So that simple visualization of, you know, the very shorthand would be roots down, branches up. You can even just stop for, say, two minutes, three minutes, and take yourself through a little visualization, roots down, branches up something I do regularly with my clients, and it just can bring you right back to that center point very easily and quickly. And I think that that coming out of overwhelm then can get you back on the track of being able to be efficient to stay connected to your spiritual essence while you're taking practical steps. But you have to get back to being centered first. So that can be really helpful. Just one Simple little tool
1: mm. thank you. That was really delicious. I actually had to stop doing it because I was getting too peaceful, and I thought I like might drift away from the interview. <laughs> <laughs> You took me so deep so quickly. So I was like, oh, "Good, okay, you're in train because you've been hearing our voice
2: for for um, time now." But I will I will share um, part of the the free gift
1: that I'm offering. Yeah, that, that was, was the next meditation. I want to hear about your free gift, and I know you have a special offer for us. So yes, please dive okay, in and cool. share. Well, yeah. oh, let me say, first that tell them a... where they can find it. I think they know oh, sure. already. Oh um, If um... you go,
2: hmm? sure. Go ahead. If you just go, this is the free the free gift that you'll you'll find at um, dava.com.
1: They're actually on our site, so I just and they're say your we website. have links. Yeah, we have links, so you can certainly give out your own as well if you want to. But um, we've got links and um, on I, I put the links up. So.
2: Great, thank you for doing that. Okay, so you can find it on my site at Deva.com slash gifts or go to Leila's website if you don't have a computer right now. But what I was going to say is one of the things that's there is there's a guided meditation. It's like a 20-minute meditation. So if you want to expand from the 1 to 3 minute version and actually have a 20-minute version, this is um the audio that I was talking about before, which is called Expanding Your Radiance and Clearing Your Blocks. And um I would use that meditation myself really regularly as I was working through some of my own inner demons that were telling me you know, that I that I couldn't do it and I didn't have what it takes and so having that I'm warning practice was something that was really, really helpful and so I want to share that with other people too. There's also um, a presentation I gave for those of you that are, are interested in in this topic of birthing your soul's calling. What is your soul's calling and how do you really birth it at the next level? I have a 75-minute audio that's free that's about kind of some of the steps of really moving forward on that path that I make available and then um also part of that package is a song that I that I recently put out called Birth of a New Way. It acts I just did my first music video to that song and um it was the theme song for a big conference that we did at the end of last year and um I just a lot of people were writing to me asking me for that song and so I'm just making it available to people um so you can get all that and and when you do you will also can join my eZine. so that's all one package and that's all for free so those are some resources that are available for you and then for those of you who feel like you want to take it a little bit deeper i am making a, a special offer just for this community i haven't made this available before because my time has really been consumed with the the diamond clients that i have i have a this you know, nine-month program, and I really was committed to just working with those clients. And so I wasn't making myself available to do uh, one-on-one coaching with people. But uh, some things have shifted where I actually have more time available now myself. Part of it is because we're training other people who are supporting others, so I'm not responsible for the whole enchilada anymore, which is really wonderful and so i have some more time available for one-on-one coaching and so i'm making a package available that's called the radiant feminine package and it has two main components one is some one-on-one coaching with me uh, transformational coaching sessions two private sessions with me an hour each one and then also there's a course that um I was was not is not available uh, uh, anywhere else right now that's called the beauty way course and it really feels aligned with what we're talking about in this session today and in this whole week of your program Leela. and it's really about how do we feel beautiful as beings on the inside not just, you know, how much money do all of us spend trying to feel beautiful on the outside by having the right hair and makeup and outfits and, you know, those things are great and are fun, but also what does it take to really feel deeply beautiful on the inside? And so there's actually um, a, a whole program that was developed. It has eight different sessions where we go through everything from, looking at some of the myths, the beauty myths out there, to how do you feed this radiant feminine, to looking at your body image, what's your relationship with your body, and how do you improve that? How do you bring more of this nurturing feminine energy in your life? We do we do, do a whole session on wardrobe because that is part of the beauty world, and it's, and it's fun, but the focus is really deeply on the inside. And so my sense is the combination of having this this program available that's been pre-recorded, and then me doing some one-on-one coaching with you. The combination is really um, is really going to be beneficial for those of you who've deeply resonated with what I've shared today, and some of the things that I'll be working on with those people that choose to do this is really first you'll go through a diagnosis yourself to look at what are those feminine energies that are most alive in you, and what are the ones that are more stuck, and then we'll be working together on those stuck places. And then looking at how do you maintain your own feminine radiance? How do you let all those veils go? First, what are those veils covering your light that we've talked about for you personally? What's your own specific version of that? And then supporting you to actually move through letting go of some of those so that you can be radiant again and give you some processes that you can keep in place beyond our our coaching and then also I'll design some some practices that are specially for you in your particular situation to help you support your feminine radiance. So that package is um it's available for $447, which I know is really a bargain. I usually charge a minimum of $250 an hour for my coaching sessions. So you're getting the coaching sessions plus um this course that is run through the Shift Network, and that was, I think, a $300 course when that was being offered. So there's just a limited number I can do because I don't have that much room in my schedule for new clients. I can probably um, take a maximum, I would think, of five to seven people in this program, but, so if you're interested, you should definitely jump on it fast because I, I am going to be making it available to my community in the not so distant future. I wanted to make it available here first to support you, Leela, and your community. And, um, and then after that, then I think just the Beauty Way course will be available, but I won't be able to do the coaching sessions with people. So that is, and you can find out about that at deva.com slash radiant. And Leela also put that up, I think, on her site as well. And um, and, you, and if you pay in full, you can get a discount. It's 447 if you pay in full. Or there's also a three-part payment plan of $165 for each payment. And um, if there's any questions about that program, you can also get in touch with us by writing to inspiration at theshiftnetwork.com. And we can get back to you with any questions about that if you are interested.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much, and thank you for generously offering it to this community first before you share it with your community. So anyone who – I mean, Deva is a fabulous coach. I've worked with her one-on-one, and I've taken many courses with her, and they're all really, really wonderful. So if this is something that's speaking to you – you will find it deeply nourishing, and I, I I would imagine that you'll likely experience some amazing transformations. Whatever it is that you are looking for a transformation in, because Deva is remarkable at uh, diving into in wherever wherever you are and helping you transform whatever it is that needs to be transformed in your life. So I really um, encourage you to check it out if you are uh, if you are if this is speaking to you if this message is speaking to you. So thank you so much, Deva, for your time today. It's been so lovely to be with you.
2: Thank you, Leela, and thanks for having me, and thank you for just this space that you're creating for so many entrepreneurs to really be both savvy and soulful. I love that combination, and I love how you're marrying the work in the world and the very practical business pieces with also – putting special emphasis as well as as what is the inner work we need to do and I know that it's really that combination when you're doing Mm -hmm. both that allows your business to really thrive but also for you to thrive as a being as a soul and for you to feel fulfilled and joyful in what you're doing so I'm really happy to see that you're making this template so widely available to people
1: well thank you for that thank you for that acknowledgement I really appreciate it and I take it in and with that wonderful thought, with that wonderful receiving energy, with the nourishment we've, received, we've, we've all received today from Deva's amazing work and her words and her practices, we're going to close this session. And we will speak to you again tomorrow. So thank you, everybody, for being with us. Thanks all. Blessed be.
0: This has been Wealth Alchemy Lab the only show teaching you how to follow a spiritual path to money, pleasure, and purpose. To stay connected to our community, join our Facebook group, also called Wealth Alchemy Lab. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. To check out today's guest, visit epicdreamacademy.com forward slash podcast.